Well, good evening, everyone. <laughs> it's a cold one out there, isn't it? Glad you all could brave the weather and make it out this evening. Uh, let's pray. Uh, Holy Spirit, God, I ask you to join us here this evening. Guide my words and open the hearts of your people uh, to be receptive of what you've asked me to, to say, Father. We thank you for the works you're doing and the works you're about to do in your people. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. So I just want to speak to you for a couple minutes this evening. Um, God laid this on my heart, and I felt the need to share this uh, for the season we're in. Um, I was really trying my best to get out of this. <laughs> but God kept nudging me, and I couldn't get away from it. And I had a wise man tell me once that no matter how much you drag your feet, you're just grinding your toenails. So you might as well get to it. <laughs> um, so I don't know how, much, how many of you remember Miracle Sunday this past year? Um, Pastor Ivan spoke on Dreaming Again, and he cast vision over this facility and what he has planned. Um, it was awesome, and I'm very excited for what God is doing here uh, and what he has planned. God asked me to speak tonight on that, what kind of falls in line with that. Um, I don't specifically have a title per se. Uh, it's more of a question, and it's how are you working to build the dream? Uh, Proverbs 10, 4 through 5 says... He who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. He who gathers in summer is a wise son. He who sleeps in harvest is a son who causes shame. Colossians 3, 23 through 24 says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. So as we can see from the scriptures, we are called to do kingdom work while we're here on earth and to spread his word to people. So my question to you this evening is, how are you doing that? Kay Arthur said, so many times we say that we can't serve God because we aren't whatever is needed. We're not talented enough, we're not smart enough or whatever. But if you're in covenant with Jesus Christ, he is responsible for covering your weaknesses, for being your strength. He gives you his abilities for your disabilities. The church is made up of many parts, uh, as most of you probably are aware. Uh, these parts all work together kind of like a human body. Uh, each one relies on the next. For example, with the Christmas production, uh, we had a worship team that sings the songs uh, along with a small choir, but you can't hear or see them if the production team doesn't know what lights to turn on, what slides to show on the overhead, what mics to have up. But then we also have actors who needs cues to be able to come in on time. So we have a script, and everything is timed with the track and the script, so they know when to send the actors in. But then we have the dance team who needs to choreograph the dances, to know what songs and when to come in, and then not to mention the kids' staff and all the kids and the kitchen staff and the security and the greeters, and just the list just keeps going. So my point with all this, though, is without all the volunteers and workers that are willing to give their time and energy... None of this would be possible. Each and every one is called to do what they are doing. God has given them the talents and the gifts to use to grow his kingdom. He's given us all talents and gifts. Romans 12, 6 through 8 says, God has different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. 
If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Then over in 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11, it says, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but all of them and in everyone is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by the means of the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. And to another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of the tongues. And all these are work with one in the same spirit. He distributes them to each one, just as he determines. So here in 1 Corinthians 12, this is Paul talking. He's, he compares the individuals of the body of Christ to different parts of the body. Even though each part serves a different purpose, it, has a, it, it all has different functions. They're all important to the whole and are needed for the body to function properly. It is the same with our talents and gifts. They are all different, but each one serves a purpose. Every area is vital to keeping the church going and being productive. As a child of God, we are all called to find our place in the body. And that way we can use what God has given us to bring glory and honor to his name. So I don't know how many of you watch TikTok or YouTube shorts. I'm sure quite a few of this younger generation here knows what I'm talking about. Uh, I, I watch them every once in a while. And for some reason, one day I was scrolling through and I saw some videos from LA and San Francisco. And I don't know if you guys watch any of that or see what's going on there right now. But um, this was videos of people driving their cars down the streets, recording what was going on. And it was just people on the sidewalks. And at first I thought it was a little weird. However, the longer I watched it, I began to realize they were recording people that were on drugs. In the middle of the day, standing right on the sidewalks of the street. Uh, I don't know any more than that. I don't know what drugs they were on. I don't know anything. Other than they were stationary. They weren't moving. They were blank-faced. They, some were swaying, some were leaning against the walls. But what came over me when I watched that was God still had a purpose for them. God knitted them together in their mother's womb with a design and purpose on their life. They have gifts and talents. And even in the state that they are in now, as hopeless as it seems, God still has a plan for them. God still cares for them. So if those people still have an opportunity to use their gifts and talents to do kingdom work, then what's stopping us? What's holding us back from using what God has given each and every one of us in this room this evening? Are we afraid we aren't gonna be good enough? Do we think, ah, they just don't need me? Do we think we're too busy and don't have enough time to commit? Well, you can do anything through Christ who strengthens you. And God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Jesus taught his disciples this in John 9, 4. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. So it's God's will for us to be used by him to bring glory to his name, to grow his kingdom here on earth, and for us to lead those that are lost to salvation. In Ephesians 5, 15 through 8, it says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. 
The church doesn't need only just workers and volunteers. It also needs prayer warriors, altar workers, intercessors, people who aren't afraid to wake up in the middle of the night because God has stirred them to pray for somebody. People who are willing to be on the front lines covering others in prayer and the church in prayer. The church is under attack unlike never before. And without people covering over the church and the church in prayer, the enemy will gain a foothold. And from there, he will sow discord and malice. It's the enemy's desire to see the body of Christ fail. So it's up to us to pray and push back the front line so they never has a chance. People will come if the church is on fire for God. But we can't have the fire if anyone's willing to pray for it. This church, Lachlan, is a praying church. Our foundations are built on prayer here. Without prayer, we have no communication with God. Behind everything we do is prayer. We pray before every service. We pray before we make plans. Without God's hand and direction, where would we be? God has a plan for this church, this season, the people that are here and the people that will be here. People need, but we need people now praying, covering our protection over that. That way the enemy has no foothold when God's ready to move. The church is in a changing season and there are different, things are different now than they ever used to be and that's okay. Uh, as long as we're ready for the new season. I, I truly believe it's harvest time for the church. We've been through pruning and the pains of the drought, but we've planted the seeds and they have grown. It's time for the church to arise, strong and empowered by the Holy Spirit. So then don't let fear hold you back. If God is speaking to you, listen to what he is saying. Follow the unction of the Holy Spirit as he directs you. I can promise you that no matter what and how, no matter how overwhelming it may seem, God will see you through it if it's from him. So, I want to encourage each and every one of you. I want you to know that you have a purpose. You have a place. God has sent you here for a time such as this. He has equipped you to work. Don't be afraid. If God has, something, has laid something on your heart, listen to him. He will guide you. He will keep you. He will protect you. Be a faithful steward of what God has given you. Use it. Find your place. Find your purpose. We're an ever-growing church, and there are opportunities now and on the horizon. I'm excited for what God has planned for Lachlan and this mountaintop. So again, I want to ask you, how are you working to build the dream? Um... I asked them to play a song this evening, and I want us to take a moment to talk with God. Um, if you feel like you don't have a place or a purpose, ask him to show you what it is. Ask him how you can be used, how you can be useful in the body. If you feel like you have a calling on your life but don't know how to go forward or follow through with it, pray and seek guidance from those that have already walked that path. They can help guide you in a direction to get started. Uh, but I want all of us to take a moment and ask God how we can be used and be useful in 2024. There's a lot of opportunities already available, and there's even more on the horizon. So as I start playing this song, the altar is open if you want to come up. If you want to spend time with him, you can pray at your seat. But either way, let's take a moment and seek his face for direction for this year.